0: Welcome in. Uh, this is the second part of the third episode of The 38th Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Noah Schulte.
1: And I'm Zane Schwartz, your other host. Your other
0: host. Um, this, in this part, we're going to be talking about DACA, and Ooh, boy, really big point of contention. And yes. it's a really big point of contention in Congress right now. Um, Trump wants to end it. There's a lot of different things surrounding that. There's a lot of big impacts that ending it could possibly have, because it is a big program. Um, 800 beneficiary 800,000 sorry 800,000 people are enrolled in DACA Nationally, nationwide Yeah, um, and then in Colorado 17, we got 17,000 in Colorado yeah
1: 17,000
0: uh there's a there's a massive economic incentive to keep it going
1: and continue that um, it's um let's see we have the official the uh state house passed a house resolution um 18-1004 um and it basically says, whereas dreamers are important, pretty much. Um, it's a whole whole thing. It <laughs> actually just
0: says, whereas dreamers are important.
1: It it, it does actually um, play a vital role in our national, state, and local economies. So,
0: um, ninety. So to, let's give a little bit of background to DACA before we really get into mm-hmm. our to what's going to be an interesting discussion about it. So DACA is it's a program for people deferred who deferred
1: action for childhood arrivals. Yes.
0: Yeah, so basically, what that means is. Um, People who enroll, who came to the United States with their families before they were 16, can enroll in a program to get a work permit and to stay in the United States for two years before they have to reapply to re- for uh, continued stay. And to be accepted for continued stay, you have to get to be either in work, working, or, or working the, or in school. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, um, and so each time it was. It ran out and then you reapplied and this ensured that no one could apply, you and know, and be here. in school and then drop out of school. Yeah. Um. So it's you have to be in school or working every time. Um, yes. But with Trump ending it on March 5th, uh, you won't be able to apply anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's I mean, there's a lot of things that that represents him ending it. Um
1: Yeah. I think a lot of policy-wise, yeah. Um, but specifically, Colorado. So, yeah, because Here's Colorado the, uh, has
0: 17,300 uh, people enrolled in the program. Um, so, if, if they were to end it, it would be 800. It would lose 856.9 million dollars mm-hmm. in the GDP annually.
1: Um, and uh, basically, so we, we got the House resolution here. Um, it says, whereas they're important. Um, they are contributing. There's a whole bunch of them yes. in um, Colorado, seventeen thousand three hundred. Yeah. Um, according to several surveys, majority of the American public overwhelmingly supports giving Dreamers the chance to stay permanently, which is interesting. Um, the uh, Colorado House of Representatives believes that tax dollars should be, and this is an interesting part, should be used efficiently on sensible border security. And not on deporting dreamers who have been living peacefully in our communities. So while they do support, like, hey, let's make sure that illegal immigrants don't come here, which is totally fair. They also say, but guys, come on, like these like, aren't yeah, these illegal people, immigrants.
0: Yeah, and like the big, the big problem for me is like, these people are essentially full Americans at this point, like, and everything except for papers. Like, yeah, they have lived here for long enough. That, like, they – that's the only place they know. Like, they came from – the majority of these people came from places that they were only in for, what, like, a few years. Yeah. They never really knew any other life outside of the United States. And so you're basically sending people to a foreign country that they've never been into, that they, have some, they might have some family in. Yeah. But other than that, they're completely alone in a foreign country who they're loosely related to. With their, yeah. They're uh, loosely related to. They're it sending just me it, back
1: to Russia. I, you know. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs>
1: Um yeah so uh and and going off the um important uh to society and that most um Americans support keeping them here the uh House of Representatives Colorado House of Representatives makes an interesting point that they are uh quote or that quote families should be kept together because they are the basic unit of society and should not live in fear of being separated from their loved ones. End hmm.
0: quote. Interesting. So Interesting. there's a little
1: bit of hypocrisy there. Yeah, like if a lot of
0: those Republicans preaching family values and yes. keeping families I, together. Not necessarily.
1: And, a I mean, there's. there's
0: I mean, of, there's. You know, both, sides, both, both sides. Both sides. Preach, sides are preaching I mean, both sides values, preach family values. But the way that the Republicans preach it is, or to some be Republicans fair. preach it, is differently. Is different than Democrats. To be fair. So basically, they want to keep families together. Yes. Except not except if family you're the right values family. Are if, good, you, but if you are, quote, the right family, they want to keep you together.
1: Well, yeah, I think it goes to if you are the family that fits within the society of, say, let's use, let's use Colorado Springs as an example. And now I have nothing against Colorado Springs, but I think it's a widely known fact that Colorado Springs has a fairly large conservative um, population.
0: That's one way to put it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know. Um and so in Colorado Springs, I think that it's not looked at even as breaking up a family. It's merely looked at as well, the family originated in Mexico, so why don't they stay in Mexico?
0: Like that's uh. not that's not real argument though. Like I mean, not- is it
1: not? I think it's I can I can see the logic behind it. I mean it's it's saying You're basically if like- the if they refuse to assimilate, which I have some problems with that, because they have assimilated pretty well yeah, they have. by renewing it every few 90, years, in, ninety-five they show percent of assimilation
0: them are in are working or in school, which is but pretty good assimilation. But if we use that language, it's
1: like if they don't assimilate, why should we have them here, and and you know allow them this? "Quote unquote free pass." It comes back to the meritocracy. See, but that, that I think.
0: Whole, yeah, but like if they're if they are not pulling their weight, they're not assimilating. As we we're, we're going to use that that terminology here, then they would not be re. They would not be like their renewal would not be allowed. Would not be granted.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because the
0: whole thing is you have to be working or in school. And so I think that that whole argument that they are foreign people, they have no, they don't know how to live here, like that, the, all that kind of stuff is just bullshit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I think it's yeah, it's generally a cover for nationalism. It's a nationalism. It's cover for, for nationalism. And I don't think it's I don't think it's even racism. I think it's, it's just nationalism. Yeah, I think it's not as much like oh, they're Mexicans. I think it's more. Well, there's that,
0: definitely an aspect of
1: that. I'd say there. Yeah, it's fair that are But I think it's mainly that. Wait a second. Why are these people like? They're yeah. Mexicans. They're not. United Statesians, Americans. Wow. United Statesians. <laughs> you know what I meant. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's the main thing in support, and I think also I think the main opposition to DACA, and not necessarily the policies that DACA enacts, but just DACA, is that it's an executive order. Yes, right? that's that's a big point so, of attention here. Oh, I mean, it's and unconstitutional.
0: I I mean, like if we take politics out of the equation. Because I have some points about you have I have a few opinions about the po- political side, but yes, I mean that is a decent point that this was an executive oh, order. Oh, it's totally fair. Like, it should. It,
1: I no. I I yeah. I'd say yes. It's fair it to sense. say. Okay, guys, this executive order's been around for way too long. We need to make this into law, or else this is basically sanctioning executive orders <laughs> to act as law.
0: Don't you mean that? That's the whole thing. That's the whole reason why the government shutdown happened.
1: Uh, yeah. Right. But the issue is, if we say, "Okay, guys, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna um, make this into law," we gotta actually do that.
0: Yeah, like we can't. I'm, I'm <laughs> fine. Mean, I'm fine with ending the program in its current state as long as it comes. It comes right back comes as right back, as yeah. a law.
1: And and this is where we get into the political aspect of it. We have mm-hmm. um, we our have main, once... our main man Cory Gardner voted for isn't it Bennett. Um well both of them. But Cory Cory Gardner voted for um the reopening of the uh government and extending the deadline until February eighth. Um Oof, that's it's soon which too. It's soon. It's pretty soon. Um and that was expected. He voted for the tax, but I mean everyone knows his policies. Um Bennett, though, also voted for um he voted to reopen the government, and he's getting a lot of flack. I think Kamala Harris, um, Democrat from California, specifically said— Potential presidential candidate, too. Well, we could have that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, she said specifically, look, we made a promise to the Dreamers, and we can't yes, you know, flake out on it just because the government doesn't exist anymore. But I think at the same time— I don't think you can say that because that just puts us into the same political deadlock that we've been complaining about since 2008, right? I mean, we got to stay in the – I think I think it was a good play for Bennett to – I think it was a good play for Bennett to vote to reopen the government because Mitch McConnell specifically said, okay, check it out we will work on legislation. And I think that by Bennett's signing on to that, I don't know if his vote was critical, um, but I think by signing on that to that, he put himself in a place where I think Mitch McConnell will um, ask him or, or consider his opinions more so in the DACA bill that Mitch McConnell promised he would put to the House. <laughs> Or the, um, we'll see the how Senate. that we'll see how we'll see, we'll see, how, we'll that see how that plays out. Plays out. I am but,
0: not optimistic about Mitch McConnell's saying. Say well, well he made word. the
1: promise in front of the everyone. You so think like he cares? He's, well that's fair. He's kinda screwed if he doesn't follow through with it though.
0: I mean, yeah, but he got his tax bill passed, so I don't think he cares about
1: anything anymore. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Him that's, and Paul Ryan. Yeah. Well, Paul Ryan's He's just kind of a dick. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but but either way, to DACA, DACA, I think that I would say that it's completely fair to vote for a government reopening to uh, I mean, isn't isn't Bennett exactly what we've wanted for the past eight years, someone who can say, while I'm a Democrat. And while this is clearly a Republican bill. I'm gonna vote for it because I know yes, that it'll what, help. Right?
0: This is what we want. Yeah. I
1: mean, I think we have to have People like Bennett, but, but at the same time, how do we then support DACA and I ensure mean, that we don't get screwed?
0: I think that the the DACA thing is interesting because, like, I I, I don't know how we I don't know how you could have bipartisan, geez, bi, bipartisanship <laughs> that supports DACA and doesn't. Screw someone over.
1: Well, can't you just make a DACA bill?
0: You can, but like...
1: Who does that screw? Nobody is hurt by DACA, am I wrong? I mean, the Republicans, sure, it's not in the Republicans' best interest, but at the same time, it kind of is, because if what the Colorado House of Representatives said is true, if the overwhelming majority of Republicans... They're not going to do it. ...of people support dreamers doesn't that mean that voting for daca is just objectively good for everyone yeah, it helps your voter act, base. let's not
0: act like the congress is really here serving serving americans but americans needs right now like let's not let's not be naive about this if you watch the last like year and a half of politics year and a half you're not gonna i mean especially <laughs> last year and a half if Fair. you if you watch the last year and a half of politics we're not gonna be here like oh yeah, they're they're really they're li- really listening to what people need. They're really they really care about what's going on with the, with their constituents. Like that's, that's not yeah. that's not what's going on at all. But I think that the Republicans see the writing on the wall in the next midterms, and I think that they are not going to let this one go through just because I think that they realize that they, that that their the majority is going to change soon, probably. And I think that they're not. You think
1: the Republicans are just going to block it until they can't anymore?
0: Wouldn't that be a really Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell thing to do though? <laughs> to I mean, like, sure. I, th- I feel that like that might be... happen. Like, I'm not saying it will. I'm not saying we should. Gardner I'm just would sign it on could. That? Maybe.
1: I think Gardner would. Gardner
0: would do it, but I'm, well, I'm just I saying I think know. that that's a, that's a possibility of thing of something that could happen. Right. But let's let's talk about the constitution, the constitutionality of this.
1: Oh, I I have I don't know. You know I don't know, like, I don't I mean, know like, about the constitutionality. The constitution,
0: of this? it's just basically that like the executive order shouldn't be. The say executive order and is the
1: main argument. Is it's unconstitutional?
0: It's, yeah, it's unconstitutional. Which I kind of agree with? Yeah, that's fair. But on the same, on the same side, like, isn't the I'm going to get political because this is a politics podcast <laughs> and that's kind of what we're going to do, right? Isn't that kind of hypocritical? If Donald Trump is like, this is an executive order. It should not say the song. This is unconstitutional. Isn't isn't that kind of
1: I isn't mean, that kind
0: of contradictory to the Muslim ban things like that? Like,
1: yeah, but I think it's a different beast. I mean, I it's think a different,
0: that— It's a different strain, but, like, if he's really going to go on about, this is so unconstitutional, how are we letting this happen? Isn't that kind of ridiculous for him to take that kind of a stance?
1: But he's talking about unconstitutionality in the sense that he, that executive—that particular executive order has been around for it's so long. It's been around long, for so long. Whereas— his executive orders, while unconstitutional, sure, maybe.
0: No, definitely. It's,
1: uh, uh, while de- potentially, de- definitely while potentially unconstitutional, it's a totally different. It's, it's a question of enduring executive orders, are enduring executive orders legitimate and just the process of making executive orders, which is totally different. I think he's fair in saying, hey, guys, we need to stop. Making I'm just such saying, who is, he, who
0: is he to talk about constitutionality? That's fair. He had, I mean, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like that's 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 well, all I'm saying. Like I'm saying, I agree with him, so like in this really narrow interpretation of it. But who is he to say anything about that? That's just that's just my point. That's all I wanted to say about that. That's fair.
1: One. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's fair. Um, okay, but Colorado. <laughs> Oh yeah, we've but got Colorado, <laughs> um, the economic strain—it's just would it's be damning. very significant. I mean, seventeen thousand people
0: just gone.
1: Firstly, just gone. Secondly, um, I think, it, and, and and what is it? Five hundred, eight hundred and fifty-six point nine million dollars. Yeah, which is significant, but compared to our what two hundred billion dollar GDP. It's, it's not huge. It's large. I think the it's main. It's half a impact percent of
0: the, econ- the economy. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, but I think the main impact is the education. That's so many kids hmm. that you would take out of school, and destroy a if You're we
0: splitting families apart first of all. First
1: of all, but also if you want, if we want to have ec- or um educational, institutions that have diversity, <laughs> regardless hey, of what end that yeah. diversity is is going to, if we want educational um, institutions that have diversity. We have to keep these kids in school or else we risk um, blocking them through a different thing than what we are looking for, but Do we still end diversity? up blocking them. I'd say we want diversity. I think we can all agree that diversity is generally... Regardless of the means, <laughs> or regardless of the end, we should... It is. An important aspect of diversity is an important aspect of Colorado
0: I don't know if we want diversity why would we not as, diversity we want diversity in Colorado I'm not saying consciously I'm saying subcon- subconsciously I don't know if we want it like just like look at the way communities like divide themselves and segregate themselves look at the way we refuse to right. have equal funding for public education do we really want diversity? Because I don't think we. No, do.
1: I I think that's a fair point, but it's not. I don't think it's as much. Do we want diversity, and as much is diversity a is it good a good thing? idea to pursue? And I think that's a definite yes. We need to pursue diversity, especially in something, you know, by using something like DACA, where we have this spe- incredibly specific viewpoint. Yes, right. We need diversity to be. You know, these kids are in school, and they're going to have very specific um, policy, political ideas that are informed by what they've been through, right?
0: I mean, sure. (laughs) I I don't – I mean,
1: I just – Is it not important to Colorado? It is. It's important,
0: but I don't know. I I feel like it's just that. That's a difficult line to take with this kind of a thing. Why? Because you're not sacrificing. You're. It's like you're getting getting rid of diversity altogether. You're
1: totally getting rid of diversity. You're, okay, you're not getting rid of diversity altogether. That's fair. But you're getting rid of 17,000 people who contribute a incredibly specific viewpoint in the case that this situation arises again. I mean, the viewpoint of a DACA recipient I mean, I agree with everything you're saying. I'm just like,
0: I just want to... I want to play devil's advocate for a second. Okay.
1: Like, I don't... I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, like, I think
0: that i I just i don't know i I feel like you're not getting rid of diversity, you're just losing a little part of it and if we go back to what we were saying before, these people have like a lot of these people this is this is the only place they know this is the only location that they've ever been in this is the only society they've ever really acclimated to. So so is is so there, is it really is there
1: assimilation is it, taking away their diversity?
0: I'm not saying it's taking <laughs> away. I'm just saying you're going like, oh, we have these different people with like all right, these different right. viewpoints, different stories, different things that inform who they that inform their political views. But I feel like that's also kind of saying, like, I feel like a lot of these people maybe may have been too young to really remember right, all these right, stories, right. remember have all these like different experiences be. Legitimately part of them, especially rather than just a backstory of something they can't really right remember. Now. Right. So I feel like. So that's, how do you
1: reconcile the pursuit of diversity through these students, and also, but they're assimilated. There's no need to kick them out. They're basically Americans. You can't have both at once.
0: And I'm, I'm saying, can't, yeah, I know. Hmm. I'm thinking.
1: I mean, right. th- I okay, mean, like no, that we, makes, we've been talking yeah. about diversity,
0: just a ton lately. <laughs> that's good stuff. Um. So I think like the end goal of diversity is really colorblindness, right? right? It's really, not, it's really not about,
1: is it also socioeconomic status blindness? Yeah, because definitely. that's, it,
0: to, it totally is. That's and that's a big thing. But like, then
1: that's why diversity is important in the terms of DACA because I think DACA people, DACA recipients have a specific socioeconomic status that others don't. So even if they are completely... Not generally. Re- like you no, can't no, say no. they generally
0: it, do because it's 17,000 people. You can't just generalize that.
1: That's okay. That, no, but they are reliant on a two-year... Every two years, they are reliant. It is essential to their socioeconomic status that they get a, th- a little thing that says, you can still work here, right? And that's unique. Even if they are completely even if they're basically an American, right? Let's say even it's a white dude. Let's say it's let's a say, white family okay. that went down to Mexico, lived two generations there, said, oh, wow, this got really bad, and decided to come <laughs> back here.
0: Okay, I'm just going to go right past that. <laughs> yeah, let's, just, let's just keep going. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, it's it's a white family that went down there, realized they didn't want to be there, and came back to the U.S. illegally, right? Even if they look, and let's say the kid was you know, like six months old when he got here, right? Do they even
0: have to be South American or like Mexican? Like, can they just be
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, no, you're, that's fair. I mean, they but They can be but, like, but, Canadian. Let's just,
0: like <laughs> Canadian. They can be from anywhere. <laughs> I don't know why we have to say
1: I don't know why Canadian. Okay. I don't, um, know. I don't know. But, but it's just like... a- anyway, anyway. um, And they come back here, right? Even though that kid may be exactly like an american human being
0: right so you're saying all americans are white
1: well no i mean you know the what the argument for a sure you know correct family you know what i mean um even if that kid is exactly like that he is still there's the constant idea of two more years and then i gotta get it again two more years two more years every time you're reliant on the government. So I think that in a way that brings diversity. It's not really it's a like good really thing. Like it's pretty sinister. Like,
0: <laughs> it's, it's fairly sinister. But
1: it is diversity. It's diversity, sure. And not just racial, sure, which I think sure, is also yeah. important, right? Okay. So I think that's the way that you can both get assimilation while maintaining the value of diversity.
0: Um, okay. I, I mean, I, again, I don't really have a, a little, rebuttal to that. It's I, like a little. Yeah. There's
1: it's a, I mean, it's a little dogmatic. Um, I mean, again, it's also a little sinister to be it's like pretty sinister. we need these people to stay reliant on the government to ensure that they're diverse. Yeah, we need these, but we, they they can't go and
0: they cannot be citizens because they because otherwise, cause otherwise,
1: otherwise they're not diverse anymore. No diversity.
0: I'm just saying, I don't think that the di- that di- the diversity aspect should be. Played up like this, because yeah, it's I not, agree. Yeah, I mean, like
1: it's not the important thing. The important thing is the economic. It's not
0: a, yeah, it's it's not important. Human,
1: the the economy, education, yeah, and, and humanity.
0: The, the humanity aspect is something we were talking about right before we started recording. we were like, right. we, we should stay away from this because <laughs> everyone knows the soft story, but it has to be brought up a little bit. It does because I mean the breaking up families. Like when you part, when you watch yeah. when you're watching videos of people of like families being just like. Saying their last goodbyes to each other, for an unspecified period of time, because someone was like, "Oh, you were you you were born, you came here before you were sixteen. Too bad you got to go. You got to go back. Yeah. We, you, we know you've made a life here. We know you you've made a family. We know you we know you've done all this stuff. But you're not a you're true not, American. You're not supposed to be here. Kind of. You're not really supposed to be here. So we're just gonna send you right back. You don't know anyone there. We don't really know. That what sucks. You, you don't really you don't really know what you're gonna do, but." you know you're, but back, you're so supposed to be you belong you belong there. there
1: yeah i think it really comes down to national identity oh it's a nationalism thing yeah where do you thing, yeah. belong and
0: it's a complete yeah. nationalist agenda that the, the republicans are pushing right now it's veiled it's really it's veiled. well veiled it, yeah i mean it's definitely definitely national it's
1: veiled under the idea that oh this isn't, constitution. this isn't constitutional
0: is not constitutional how we'll can we see, let this happen it'll be
1: interesting to see what Opposition gets brought up when we take it to the Senate, and it's suddenly constitutional. Suddenly, (laughs) what objections will be used then?
0: How can we let these people stay here? They have just lived their whole, um, the majority of their lives here.
1: Oh no, either way. Either way.
0: I I feel like the big, I like. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this thing right now, at the legislator thing, and it says resolution. uh, Whereas families should not be. Should be kept together because they because they're the basic unit of society and should not live in fear of being separated from their loved ones, and that is a damning line. Yeah, should not live, live should in not be, fear. Should not live in fear of being separated from their. loved ones. I mean, ones. that's I what like Doc. That is a that's a basic human right, right yeah. there. Like, hey, I like you're my family, so I feel like we shouldn't. I shouldn't be terrified that you're gonna just <laughs> any day now just right. gone. One of us has to just go. Yeah. And like you're you're again, you're literally you're tearing families apart over some pretty much a technicality.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely a technicality. It just does not
0: I don't yeah. know, it just does not make sense. I mean I, I get the argument against it that it's unconstitutional, but if it's unconstitutional, there is an easy, easy way to make it constitutional because it has widespread support from all across the aisle. People like it. It's a good program.
1: And Colorado's trying to do I mean, this resolution was was passed. And one of the points of the resolution... um, Let's see. Be it further resolved that copies of this resolution be sent to Colorado's congressional delegation. So they actually sent things that said look colorado wants this you better that is the clearest message
0: that the state can send
1: and i think that i think that bennett followed up on that i think that cory gardner followed up on that i think everyone that voted for the government to be reopened did follow up on that because the government let's we we all know the government's not doing anything if it's not open if it's not Alive, if, if something's not, okay, if something's not open, then n- nothing's happening. That's exactly. Like a basic, so it has to be working thing. regardless. Yeah. So I think it is, I think voting for it was the right.
0: Was, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, I feel like it, it's the right decision to say, hey, like that, we our, people of our state want this. So let's yeah. do it. I, I mean, I mean I, but this is the biggest point of contention. In United States politics right now, arguably, besides take away all the trump Mueller stuff, take away the looming looming corruption, which, I mean, we probably might want to get to at some point.
1: Eventually, we'll see.
0: But, like, this is the biggest point of contention is whether it is constitutional, which probably not. But like whether the Republicans care enough to make it constitutional, whether they will and upho- uh, they will, whether they will uphold their states their states' agendas.
1: And if we can work if we can finally put aside partisan basis bas base, basis, basises, <laughs> bases. What, basis, whatever. Bi- uh, biases? Bias well b- well, but that's a totally different thing, although I guess that works too. I mean it's the same thing. If yeah. we can put aside bipartisanship or um partisanship, partisanship and say okay, fellas, we got to get this done. And I think we are starting to work through that mm-hmm. by Bennett saying, and there was one um, state representative, oh, gosh, I forget, um, Polis S- maybe?
0: Oh, God. I think it was Polis. <laughs> God, that guy.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> but but Bennett and I think Polis um, God, that guy's a saying, uh, okay, we need, regardless of, sure, it's the tax – the tax plan's already gone through. We need to get this done. And I think we're finally seeing that. And I applaud. I applaud, Bennett. Hopefully, it gets,
0: hopefully it gets done because this deadline is coming up soon.
1: February 8th. It's um, next Wednesday. It's really close. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we'll keep you updated on that. Yes. We'll release part one and part two separately, I think. Are we? Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. We're, we're going to release part one and part two separately. You can look for that in the coming days um listen you can find us on soundcloud and itunes right now we're trying to get to more sources just give me give us some time there
1: because yeah
0: just, just give <laughs> us a little bit of time um do you have anything to say
1: no to i think blog? that's that's totos yeah um i'll we'll try to do the uh call to the um pueblo Public the jail sheriff, commissioner, yeah. sheriff, we et cetera. We'll do that next. Yeah. Next episode. The DACA um, was very interesting.
0: So. We're gonna have some interesting. I mean, yeah, this was one of the most cynical episode we've done since sexual <laughs> harassment. But that was a fun episode. I mean, I feel like we can. This will be good. Yes. Like we we we'll, we're gonna have some interesting things coming up. We're gonna talk a lot about the legislature and those mm-hmm. and what they're doing. Yeah. Um, this was more of a national focus episode. Yeah. Next next episode we're gonna, right we're gonna to, do. Um, we're gonna get right back to Colorado. Colorado
1: stuff. the the upcoming. Election, we're gonna look into the oh, um, it should be interesting. Governor candidate, the this I think it's like 12 people, it's ridiculous for um, governor. Uh, so it, yeah, it'll we, get it'll get have fun. some
0: stuff. Um, leave us a five star review on iTunes, that'd be greatly appreciated. Do those exist, yeah. You can, yeah, you can rate podcasts.
1: Oh, today I learned, okay. <laughs> so give us a good review, leave us
0: a five star uh, rating, and or so just
1: know, the rating you think we deserve. But it's five stars, it's obviously five stars. Great.